The Chicago Bears have the first overall pick for the first time since 1947, and they did so in getting it in really dramatic fashion in that it's a way just kind of suits the way that this season has gone. We're going to talk about what the Bears could do with that number one overall pick and a little bit about the game. We're going to do all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, so the Chicago Bulls faced the Minnesota Vikings yesterday in a game where I think that everybody was kind of just, let's just get through this and let's see the result, let's move on, because the Bears have so many things pressing going into next season. And even though the Bears, uh, in probably the first quarter and half, looked a little bit better than what uh, teams were expecting them to do, we got a quarterback in the game that checked in that nobody really knew who he, who he was. Everything was stacked for the Bears to get to to take care of business and get the number one overall pick. They end up losing to the Minnesota Vikings 29 to 13 in a way that I think everybody expected the Bears to lose. Not looking effectively, only 118 yards rushing, 141 uh, yards passing, uh, one touchdown, two interceptions, only one sack in that game. But it, the game, at the most part, that's not really what most Bears, Bears fans were looking at. We were watching the standings to see what the Houston Texans and the, and the Colts did. Now, in dramatic fashion, the Houston Texans are, what, on 4-20. and 20, They end up winning the game 32-31, to 31, and the Chicago Bears secure the number one overall pick and what now does the, are the Bears going to do with it? We've been so much talk on the fact that the Bears can trade down. What does that look like trading down? Um, Lovey Smith came through for us. But what do the Bears now do with this number one overall pick? Um, I Listen, it's it can go a lot of different ways. It's very interesting when you look at the draft order. The top four, the Bears, Texans, Cardinals, and Colts in that top four. The Texans do have two uh, uh, first-round picks. Like considering they're only one spot below the Chicago Bears, would they be interested in trading up to secure a quarterback? Do they even want a quarterback? When you look at the Seahawks, they're another team um, that 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 could trade for the Chicago uh, Bears and try to get that number one overall pick. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that it could go, right? There a lot of that, but I really don't know how it's going to shake out or shake down when it comes for the Chicago Bears. Are they going to go ahead and trade down? Uh, do they go ahead and just draft their guy, whether it be Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr.? The, the, the Bears are now officially on the clock, and I'm sure we're going to start hearing some things trickle. We still got a long time until the draft, so it's not like it's immediate. We still got to get through free agency and things like that before we really know what's going to happen with this team. But, man, um, it can go a lot of different ways. The Lions, are they a possibility? They, they have two first-round picks. They have the number sixth overall and the number 18th. And while the common mindset that we've had here – over on Chicago Bears Central, and most uh, Bears outlets have had, is that the Bears would take either Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr. They may not necessarily want to trade down to get out of uh, to get out of being able to draft one of those players who could be a generational talent. There should there could be something as well said that maybe the Bears look at spreading out the love and getting a lot more bites at the apple to bring in some talent because there are still a lot of talented defensive linemen in here to where the Bears could sure up that position. Last year, many of us were convinced, and shout out to Kev over from uh, Chopping It Up with uh, uh, Chicago, um, mentioned this when we were doing our, our live stream last night, is that, well, we all kind of thought the Bears last season were going to go wide receiver. We thought that that was the, the key pressing need, and then he ends up going in the secondary, and we don't uh, uh, draft a, a wide receiver until the third round, who ended up being Valleyless Jones. So it could be something like that. Could Ryan Poles have a completely different plan in place Um than what, what many of us are expecting. It could go a lot of different ways for the Chicago Bears. Um, but the good thing is, is that they're in the driver's seat. 
they hold all the decision-making when it comes to that. They have the number one overall pick. They can trade down, bring in a lot more assets. They can also trade down. A lot of us have been kind of thinking, at least me, I've been thinking and of the mindset that this Bears team would make a trade and then try to stay in that first round and try to draft Will Anderson or whatever, but maybe they don't even do that. Maybe they make a trade and they do just make a trade just for the number three overall pick with the Cardinals, for example, and then try to get another player rather than another draft pick. I know my light just went out. Don't even worry about it. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of different ways that this Bears team could do. And you hear, you're going to have a lot of Bears fans that are all over the spectrum. Some want us to go after and get Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. Some people don't think that Will Anderson and Jalen Carter may turn into the generational talents that some of us do and want to more so see the, see the Bears maybe still get a defensive lineman, but maybe be further down the draft and, and just get more assets that way. We've seen Ryan Poles already. His draft mindset, at least last year, he acquired a lot more draft picks than what he came into that draft with. The Bears have... Uh, they have what two fourths I think two sixth and a seventh so they have quite a bit of draft picks already is he going to be looking to get more draft capital and we're going to start seeing that picture kind of come I think in 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 into gear with free agency and what they do I do expect the Chicago Bears to kind of be very active in that first wave of free agency whereas we set the first wave of free agency out last season but it's an exciting time to be a Bears fan they hold they are in the driver's seat and they are officially on the clock they have now until the draft to make that decision go through the kind bond, buying, do all their interviews, things like that. This is what this team is going to be up and focused on doing in, in, in leading up to the draft. And listen, it can go a lot of different ways for the Bears. And I think the Bears are in a unique position to have the most assets in an offseason that we've ever seen the Bears have. When you look at the amount of cap space, over $120 million in cap space, they now hold the first overall pick and, and able to you know maneuver around that. Like the Bears are going into this offseason with a lot of draft picks, a lot of money, and a a a fan base that is went through a three a three and fourteen season, losing ten games in a row, seeing Justin Fields get so close to breaking a single season re uh, rushing record and not able to do it. There's so much that this fan base wants and deserves, and and Ryan Poles has a huge test ahead of him. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be something that hopefully he takes lightly. The decisions he makes this offseason are going to really dictate what the Chicago Bears' next five years look like. This is a, this is a franchise-changing offseason for the Chicago Bears coming up because of the number one overall pick, because of the cap space, because of everything. And the decisions that Ryan Poles does make, whether he decides to get some assets maybe in a future draft, whatever it is, the decisions that he makes this upcoming offseason are going to be huge. And some of the ones at the precipice of that, David Montgomery, what do you do with him? Nikhil Harry, another decision. How, does, how do you improve this wide receiver core? Do you think that you have enough with an offseason of chemistry between Claypool, Mooney, and, and Justin Fields building up some more chemistry that you think, and the white rhino Cole Komet having a, having a great season as well? Do you think that you have enough in that wide receiver core? Do you look to go out and get a wide receiver? Like everything that Ryan Poles does from changing the offensive line to bringing in young talent to the defensive line, to the front seven overall on defense, to what he does in the draft, how he spends his money, how he sets that money up for long-term, short-term, everything is all hinging on Ryan Poles. And he has a lot of pressure on him to, to figure it out this offseason and to drastically improve the Chicago Bears roster to where we aren't suffering through another 3-13 and season, to where we are a playoff team next year. I've said it. We are going to have the chance to come into next season and end up having a top-10 defense and offense with the moves that Ryan Poles could make. But woulda, coulda, shoulda. There's a lot of potential out there. Potential isn't always realized. Let's see what Ryan Poles does. I'm not envious of his position at all because it's going to be tough, man. It is going to be tough. 
and the and the and while yes, it's easy to see and think there's a lot of money out there. The margin for error in this is huge because you can make a signing, and if you sign a a player to a big time contract that ends up not performing or not fitting in this roster, or if you sign a veteran that ends up falling off a cliff and in unexpected ways, if you make a signing to a major player that that can't stay healthy or something like that, it can really change the whole picture for the Chicago Bears. So I'm not envious at all of the of the position Ryan Poles is in. It's going to be a fun offseason from a fan perspective and from a content creator's perspective because there's going to be a lot of willing and dealing. There's going to be a lot of change and turnover for the Chicago Bears team, at least expectedly. And we're going to cover it all here, right here at Chicago Bears Central, so you guys can be tuned in. Breaking news, everything, draft analysis, free agent analysis, it's all coming fast and consistently over the course of this offseason. And so we'll see. But Ryan Poles has a chance to really start building a legacy and, and setting the foundation of what is going to be and should be the next era for the Chicago Bears. What he does, what he doesn't do, ha, I'm excited to see. You guys can let me know down below. What is your mindset? Now that we know the Bears have the number one overall pick, do you think they keep it? They move down slightly. Do they move completely further down to where they don't draft Will Anderson Jr. or, or Jalen Carter? What are you guys thinking? What would you like to see this team do? Now, outside of that, one of the things that we did find out and that we know now are the Chicago Bears opponents for next season. Um, so they're going to be facing the AFC West, I believe, and the NFC uh, South. Um, so our, a lot of our opponents are in there. Um, we face the Cardinals at home, Falcons home, Carolina Panthers at home, the Cleveland Browns away, Denver Broncos at home, Detroit Lions, of course, home and away. That's in the Green Bay Packers. We know that the Kansas City Chiefs, we're going to be away for that one. We face the Las Vegas Raiders at home and the Los Angeles Chargers in, in Los Angeles. The, uh, listen, so it's, it's Saints. I didn't mention them. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we'll, who will be on that team, who won't be in the Washington Commanders. We now know the Bears' opponents. And the one thing that we don't know, while we know the opponents and the teams that we're going to be facing next year, we don't know who's going to be on this roster. We don't know how this roster is going to look. We we don't know these things. It's going to be fun, man. I'm, this is probably the most excited I've been about a Chicago Bears offense in a long, I mean, uh, offseason in a long, long time. And, man, yeah, it sucks that we that we, that we didn't get the wins that we wanted. Um, but Lovey came through for us in a different way, uh, showing love. Then he ends up getting fired, like just all craziness. But the Chicago Bears. I think we're going to have a great offseason. I think we're going to have a drastically improved team. And I think we're going to have fun covering this team across the offseason. So make sure you're tuned in here. Daily shows don't stop just because the season did. So make sure you guys are staying tuned in and locked in to Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following us at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. ChicagoBearsCentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys and like what we like to end every episode on. Bear down more than ever. Let's see what we do in this offseason, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break, Break Media. Media. Media.